And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio today. I'm excited to introduce to you to a fellow author. Her name is Donna Stearns, and she is from Macanda, Illinois. She's married. She has children and great-grandchildren, too. And, and I'm just excited to be able to hear about her book. She has a novel called The Nazarene's Price. I've never met her before. This is going to be our first time talking to her. So I'm excited to hear all about what she's doing for the Lord. How are you, Donna? I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, blessed by the Lord in uh, every area. Oh, thank you, so. Jesus. Right. It, you know, sometimes people forget when they say the words, God bless you, especially when it's from someone that really prays and is, is just unto the Lord. When you say, those words, those three words, God bless you. Like the magnitude that goes out with those words, Donna. Yes, I agree with you totally. Uh, I've learned that that's the best thing I can do for both friends or adversaries uh, along the way is pray God's blessing because God knows exactly what that person needs. Mm. It's not just a word to pass out. It is really a desire for God's best for that person. Amen. And that's true, whether they know the Lord or not. You know, sometimes even just telling someone that they're blessed and highly favored, even even people that don't know the Lord are still going to be blessed and highly favored because the Lord is pursuing them. Yes. And, and that's actually kind of a segue into my book wonderful uh, to be real honest with you wow see how the holy uh, spirit works <laughs> yes uh i mean i tell everybody that the nazarene's price is about the rich young ruler but in truth he's the subject of it but jesus is really uh the main character in it because of his pursuing love for mm. the rich young ruler mm. so let's first talk about your journey to Christ. Do you have a okay. testimony to share with us? I sure do. Uh, I was 10 years old when my journey with Christ started. And uh, I won't take you through all the details from there to now because that would be quite long. <laughs> but, uh, and probably boring along the way, too. I mean, most people's lives are not totally ex you know, exciting. But I've had a wonderful life with the Lord. At, at 10, like I say, I was in one of these old-fashioned revivals where the uh, evangelist preached hellfire and brimstone. Wow. And, and you could feel the, feel the fire coming up under the pews, you know. Wow. That, that kind of thing. And at 10, I mean, I had been in church. My mom and dad, I, I grew up in church. And at 10... When he preached that, fear really sunk into my heart. I thought, if I die tonight, I'm, I know I would go to hell. And so at that point, I just, 
it didn't take me long to get to an altar. Mm. And when I got to the altar and just basically gave my life to Jesus at that point, um, or gave my sin to him, I'm going to start there, uh, that I knew not only, okay, that fear dissipated and love came in. Praise God. I knew that Jesus loved me. And to be honest with you, that's my favorite song. Jesus loves me, this I know, mm. for the Bible tells me so. And uh, as I journeyed in that first step of relationship with him, he brought me to a place a couple of years later that I knew he wanted more in our relationship than just the Savior. Uh, he wanted to be also my Lord. And from that point on, when I surrendered that part of my life to him as well and said, yes, whatever you would have me do, Father, that's what I want to do. And from there, um, I married at a young age. My husband and I, we've had almost 52 years of marriage. Praise God. And yes, yes. And um, in that time, uh, he actually came to the Lord because of our relationship uh, when I first started dating him and I don't recommend this to your listeners but when I first started dating him he wasn't a Christian but we knew him and knew that he was a good person my parents and I and um, after we dated a while he uh, he became a Christian at, at another revival and uh, uh, and was saved actually at uh, the couch in my living room. Wow. Uh, and and all and from there, you know, he eventually he became a minister of the gospel. Uh, the Lord led him in that. And there's so much more I could tell you on that. But there again, it would take a while. Yeah. Uh, but it, I noticed that you said he's a pastor for most of his, those years. And that's wonderful. Yes, it has been. I mean, he was a reluctant preacher to begin with. I will tell you that. He was very, very shy. In fact, I told my girlfriend that had introduced me to him that if she wanted him, she could have him because I couldn't get him to talk to me. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Um, but fortunately, she didn't take him and I kept him. <laughs> Praise God. God knew better, right? Yes, he did. He did. And... Um, so that's kind of how things began with us in that respect. And truthfully, God has, he has given me every dream I have dreamed of. Mm. Um, there's been times when he, of course, he has told me no. And the first time he ever did, it was kind of like, oh, <laughs> am, am I going to trust him even when he's saying no? Yeah. You know, and... Uh, because uh, one of the things that he denied me, I was just certain that Tom and I, Tom is my husband, uh, were supposed to go to the mission field, foreign mission field. Well, Tom wasn't quite so convinced <laughs> and uh, everything. And I didn't understand the desire in my heart that seemed like a godly desire and why it was there and why I, why we couldn't go, what, what the deal was. And everything. So um, that took us through a little period of time where I had to come to understand God's plan was best. But yet in time, several years later, 
he opened up an opportunity for Tom and myself to take teenagers on mission trips to Indian reservations. Wonderful, Jesus. And in that, in accomplishing that part of that dream, he accomplished another one because one was that I had wanted to go to uh, Native American reservations and teach. Well, we got to do that. We got to teach uh, scripture. Uh, We had Bible schools with kids and did work projects. So we saw the Lord just doing those things. And along that line, I've been... I have been writing all of my life, basically, not professionally, but just journaling and writing down thoughts and prayer journaling more than anything else. And in all of that, the Lord has uh, just, I wanted to be um, a grade school teacher as well. Third grade was my desire. And Tom did not like me going into college uh, because of the world that you have to enter into in college. So I thought, well, that dream's gone. Well, no. Several years later, after I had grandchildren that were in a Christian school, uh, and I had been teaching children in uh, Sunday school and kids clubs and youth groups and that sort of thing, uh, the school they were in needed a substitute teacher. And so I told him, I said, uh, I would love to do it. I don't have a teacher certificate, but I would love to do this. Uh, and they had a third grade opening. Wow. That, yeah, <laughs> that needed a teacher. And so I got to teach third grade for at least three months, and a young man was saved in that wow. class. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, God has just opened doors for me. All through my life, I am, I can say most assuredly, I am a woman most blessed. I have three wonderful children, uh, grown children, and love them dearly. They, they are, they've been good Christ followers, you know, not without their problems, believe me, there were times (laughs) and everything, but uh, I'm, I'm proud that they all have a knowledge and a love for the Lord. Oh, praise God. You couldn't, and, uh, you couldn't ask for anything more. No, I mean, it, it's just, so yeah, the Lord, and then to bring me back to this writing and stuff, um, you know, through the years, that journey kind of opened up partially when I was working at a Christian bookstore. Mm. And uh, all, and I began to write short stories for Sunday school publications and um, for teenagers mostly at that point and doing Bible studies. I I did a co-authoring type project with uh, group publishing on a couple of Bible story uh, Bible studies for young people and um, did my own Bible studies for my teen group that I was leader of and in the process of time uh, at working at that bookstore the um, precept upon precept Bible study method came to my attention the 1k author does and uh, as I 
read through that, I thought I got so excited because they actually offered a free NASB study Bible. Wow! Uh, in that, and my I, that's the department I was kind of the head over uh-huh. in in buying and selling, and and so my boss really liked for me to get familiar with all these Bibles. So I got that Bible. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yes, and it it fit the way I studied to a T. And that's what you do now on Monday afternoons. You do a preset Bible study. Yes, it is. We just started our study on Job this Monday. Wonderful. And, uh, I love the book of Job. Yes. It's, it's a very difficult book in one sense, yeah. but it's just full of so many nuggets yes. of truth and revelation that I think it's going to be an exciting study as we go through it. The ladies, I don't think, were just totally excited about Job. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, by the time we get through it, they will see, too, the, the different nuggets of, of gold that are in there. Yeah, I know, like when you're feeling really bad about things and why me kind of Lord, you know, which I learned um very like soon not to ask why me i now i learn to ask you know lord what am i supposed to be learning from this and not ask the mm-hmm. lord why but before i knew that and i would be the why me part i i somebody told me read the book of job just read the book of job and pray while you read it well after i read that i was like okay that's a new brainer i'm not going to say why me anymore <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah. that, yeah, I learned that <laughs> lesson real quick there. So, um, yes. Donna, tell us about um, Nazarene's Price, the book. Okay, um, I would be glad to. It's um, It was actually born out of my precept study. Uh, we were studying the book of Mark, and it's the only one of the Gospels that includes in the story of the rich young ruler when he walks away it says and jesus loved him and when i saw that i thought wow there's got to be a story for this young man you know there's maybe five verses of scripture there possibly for him without even a name but it says jesus loved him and I thought, okay, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had, like I said, I had been writing short stories for a while for uh, different Sunday school publications and that sort of thing. And my daughter, she, uh, she writes. She's an author. And I thought, you know, Lord, it's really not so different to write a novel than it is a short story because a novel is basically just short stories that are connected yes. by one theme, characters, setting, and goal or purpose. Yes. So if I can write each chapter as a story connecting it to the next one, we should be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was kind of neat how it really all came to pass because as I was writing it, I had a, I was also taking care of my mom who had dementia. Um, 
and and also it took me about three years to actually get the book finished but uh, as I was going through that and and trying to piece it all together um, it, it became evident you know uh, that I couldn't always go to writers conferences and right. that sort of thing right well COVID hit mm-hmm. on top of that and so most of the writers' conferences had to be online. online. Yep. Well, I could do that. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I could. And so I did. And when I listened to this one presenter, Deb Haggerty from Elk Lake uh, Publishing, I thought, okay, this sounds like a fit for the Nazarene's Prize. And I thought, that's where I'm going to try to send it to. That's That's... It just was a feeling in me. I'm I'm not quick to say that God puts these feelings in me because I'm one that I get ahead of God a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of us do that. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I was very bad at it. I'm getting better. And uh, also, this was, when this happened, the book wasn't finished yet. And it took about another year year and a half about a year and three months and i finally had it ready to send off and so i sent off what they needed to preview and see if they wanted to see the whole manuscript and that kind of thing so i just prayed about it lord i i feel like this is where you have said to send it to my daughter already had books published with another publishing house but it just didn't seem like that was where I was supposed to send mine. And so I, I just kept praying about it and got it ready. And of course, I didn't tell Deb Haggerty that I was sending it because the Lord told me to. You just don't do that in a, right, right. <laughs> in a letter, you know, and everything. But I was ready to accept either way. Okay, if God wants it here it'll happen. If not, he'll show me someplace else. Mm -hmm. And so I sent it off to her. And um, then I noticed that there was a contest for new novels. Wonderful. With somebody else. And I thought, well, you know, I can, you can send it, uh, send submissions to two places at once. And just let the uh, publishing house know and uh, everything. So I did, and I sent Devin a quick email and said, I am sending this, da-da-da-da-da, and, and it wasn't two days till she sent back, we want your book. <laughs> and and I thought, okay, here goes the journey. <laughs> here go- And it, it is quite a journey when you're with a traditional publisher because, you know, you have to, they'll tell you what they need next and then they do their editing and then they come back at you and then you've got the cover design and then you got the marketing and then you got, you know, oh, there's so much that goes with that. I totally understand that. Oh, yes, there is. I will say this much. They paired me with a wonderful editor. Oh, good. She helped me so very much make the Nazarene's Price the best it could be. Wonderful. And uh, she did an excellent job. I mean, the whole team did. There was uh, uh, two editors involved, plus Deb, who is the final editor and has final say. 
That's wonderful. And, uh, oh, and when the uh, cover designers brought me the design for the Nazarene's Prize for the cover, I had prayed, Lord, you know what I need? I'm not artistic in that manner at all. <laughs> and I said, you know what I need? You know what you want it to look like? And and all. And so the first three that the, that was sent to me, that were sent to me, um, didn't fit it at all. And I knew it was not right. And so we went back to the drawing board and I just prayed, Lord, let something come. And when they sent me the next two, I think they sent me two the next time. Uh, the first one was it and I knew it was it. And it was, I mean, everybody has loved the cover on this book. Mm. And, and during the whole time of writing, my uh, dedication is actually to my readers. Wonderful. Be because basically what I wrote was, um, it's dedicated to you, the reader. Many prayers have been offered for you to know and grow in the understanding of the pursuing love of Jesus Christ, God the Son. And that's that was my prayer during that's the whole beautiful. part of it. And um, Can I ask you a uh, question? So the Nazarene's Price, so your book is about that one Nazarene. Yes. And yes. the price that he paid? Yes. The price he paid, uh, which Matthias is the rich young ruler in my book. I do give him a name. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and in that period, part of it looks like the price is more about what Matthias feels he's going to have to pay. But the actual price comes around for all to see that the Nazarene pays the price. Wonderful, Jesus. Wow, that sounds exciting. I'm going to have to definitely, I think I need to get a copy of your book, Donna, because it sounds like a good story. <laughs> well, so far, I mean, I don't have a lot of reviews on it yet. It's very fairly new, but the reviews that are up are good. That's good. Other five star. And That's then good. I have several that are unseen reviews because it's older people that have, uh, don't have access to Amazon or right, Goodreads right. or, you know, those kind of things. They've called me and told me, uh, oh, this was so good. This, you know, uh, I really um, identified with Matthias and his doubts and his search. And oh, wonderful. That. So, yeah, I, I've had some good feedback on it. And I'm, I'm just thankful that. It's touching hearts, and these same people are taking the book and sharing it with others. And, you know, when a book is anointed, when a book is prayed over, when a book is written unto the Lord, because this is what he has you do, and believe me, it's when you're hearing you're going to write a book, I mean, it, it's, it's a big task. And, you know, sometimes, like with me, I was like, yeah, no, that's not the Lord. He's not asking me to do that because I just know how hard it's going to be, right? But then when you finally just submit and you do, I mean, the words flow and they will really, they just minister to people's hearts fully because you know that the Lord spoke through you to put the words onto the page. Wonderful, wonderful. So 
tell me, Donna, how can people get a hold of you? You have a website. I do have a website. Uh, it's called Meeting Jesus with Donna Stearns. And it can be found at believe4147.wordpress.com. Awesome. And then you're on Facebook? Yes, I am also on Facebook. And are you on Facebook under Donna Stearns or under author Donna Stearns? Just Donna Stearns. Wonderful. I, I have not put up an author page yet. I, I don't have one. Supposed to. Yeah, I don't have one either. Some people do, but I don't have one either. It was too much work for me to manage it all, Donna. I just like, yeah, no, I can't do one more thing. Well, yeah, that's where I'm at because on my website, I do, I blog three times a week and oh, it's wonderful. inspirational blogs and um all and with mm -hmm. that and writing and i already have a fairly decent following it's like and a fairly decent following on facebook i feel comfortable where i'm at right i do too and that i just can't do one more thing on another managing if i if i didn't work i think it'd be different but it's it's a lot of work but you know the lord knows what he's doing and he allows me to do this radio broadcast and that takes up wonderful time that i'm so blessed to be able to have blossoms of my life radio i mean i just can't thank him enough every time i get to talk to beautiful people like you you know and be able to hear what he's doing through other people in other states well i will tell you this I'm excited about talking with you and what you're doing because that's one thing, whether it's through writing books, through the radio ministry, we all have the same task mm -hmm. and that's to get the word out. And what you're doing is partnering with so many others, helping others to do that too. Yes. And so for that, May God bless you. Oh, thank in, you. In he, the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. And he has, I mean, every day, I just, I, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, Lord, we just finished, you know, our last, I had my last um, scheduled interview. And I think this was like in August. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll just record myself and I'll preach a word just to fill in until I get somebody. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm booked all the way through October and I'm thinking, wow, you know, and I know this is pre-recorded, it's gonna air in November, but that's how the Lord works. Like all of a sudden I'm just getting people and it all went be with you because I spoke to another author and then out publishing, I just emailed them. So I thought, okay, Lord, I'll just email them. And they said, yes, I've done that to other publishers and they never got back to me. So I'm very appreciative to them um, just for, you know, sharing the word and getting it out there. And it's not hard to come on the radio now, you see, because it's all on the phone. So it's wonderful. Right, it is. It, yeah. It's been a, a great pleasure for me to, to speak with you and be able to share what God's done in my yes, life. Yes, that's and, it. Uh, that's all it's about. We have about a couple minutes. I'd love it if you would, if you have a last word, and then if you could close this out in prayer. Okay, the only other thing I would say is uh, in the Nazarene's Price, there's also a discussion guide. Okay, uh, good. If For personal use or if you wanted to do a book club with someone with scriptures in it as well. Wonderful. And my, and my hope and prayer is that they realize this book was written that according to John 20, 30, 31, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, 
and that believing you might have life through his name. Amen. And uh, I guess that's pretty much my prayer, too. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go will, ahead and I'll pray. I'll be glad to close yeah. out in prayer. I'd love that. Thank you. Father, we just thank, thank you, you so Jesus. much for Ramona and this ministry that she has. That And just pray your blessing upon it, that the word gets out not, Father, about us but about you yes father that you would receive the glory that you would bring the increase to your kingdom through the work that she is doing the work that the writers and authors are doing father those that are using the gifts that you have given us to speak the word write the word just be partners together in your kingdom work we thank you for that and just ask your blessing upon each and everything that's done that is done in your name in accordance to your purpose and grace. We pray, Father, that you would bless Ramona and those around her. Just give her and provide for her all that she stands in need of, even as you have done according to what she has testified to. And again, our greatest prayer, Father, is that those who read would be encouraged and know that they might have life through Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Donna. Well, you're quite welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's IamDauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.